I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome, everybody. Josh assures me that this week is going to be an exciting episode. Oh, buddy. We're going extra large with this one. We're going to the top. Supersized. Supersized. Because today we are doing giants. Giant, real giants. From the shoulders of giants, my friend. Also known as the children of Uranus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've done a few giant ones, but. That... <laughs> yeah, so apparently giants are actually kind of known as the children of Uranus back oh, okay. in the day. But I'm not going to touch on that too much. I just wanted to say it because I thought it would be funny to say the children of Uranus. Fair play. The only uh, thing I've really known about giants is like old like folklore from England. There was one from my end of the country mm-hmm. right, over in Shropshire where I grew up. Where uh, there's, there's, there's a hill called the Reekin in the middle of nowhere, all flat around it, but this hill that just rises up out of, out of the ground in between Shrewsbury and Telford. And it's said that a giant created it because he wanted to flood the town of Shrewsbury, so he got a ch- massive shovel of, of earth, started walking to Shrewsbury, and then he met a, like a cobbler or something on the way who told him it was it was miles away, and he 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 worn out all his shoes coming from Shrewsbury, and the giant was like, oh, well, hell with that then, it's too far, and he just dumped his, his, <laughs> his load of soil down, and that created the reeking. Uh, so that's my contribution. That, that's all I know about giants. You so, know what? With the research I've done, mate, that's not too far-fetched, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, educate me, Josh. Educate me. Well, giants spread across the globe with folklore. Yeah. It, it, folklore is not pinpointed to one place with giants. Oh, they're all over, are they? Pretty much every country in the world, man. It is, apart from little islands, you know. But <laughs> Well, they wouldn't fit on a little island, would they? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, I mean... Hawaii, there's supposedly been giants. But uh, well, Hawaii's probably, I mean, it's a fair size island. Yeah, it's not a little island, island yeah. is it? But, well, let's get the boring stuff out of the way, as we always do okay. when, it's, when it's my turn to do it. <laughs> I just get the boring stuff out of the way. 
So, so skip on for the next five minutes if you don't <laughs> yeah. want If you already know what a giant is, yeah, you can skip forward a few minutes. But for anyone who doesn't know what a giant is, giants are beings of human-like appearance but are huge in size and strength. The word giant comes from the Greek word gigantes. It was first dated back to 1297 from Robert of Gloucester's. Yeah, okay. But that's just the word in 1297. Yeah, yeah. Giants yeah. actually date back anywhere between 400 million years ago. Wow. <laughs> and it's very unlikely, but some scientists say even up to a billion years ago. Now, that will make sense uh, later on. Okay. Okay. So, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll trust you on this one. I, I, uh, yeah. It, it's, it's tingling up my nerves there, but I'll, I'll trust you on this one. So most people's perception of giants tend to be dim-witted ogres, sometimes said to eat humans or livestock. Yeah. Um, obviously, you've got uh, what Jack and the Beanstalk. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. like a what, antagonist, and he was yeah, yeah. He went up there and yeah, antagonized the giant and came back with a golden goose, didn't he? <laughs> he did, yeah. So that's the most people's uh, perception is like this big angry oh, I'm fee fi fo fum and all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but then you have got cases like Roald Dahl portrayed giants as intelligent and friendly, and. Um, well, not always. The BFG was intelligent and friendly, but yeah. his counterparts weren't quite so uh, friendly. No, but, well, yeah, I suppose in some in some cases, in some folklore, and there's not a lot, most of it is this big, scary, yeah. you know, antagonist, but in some cases, giants uh, can actually interbreed into human families and have children. Super-sized babies. And they're known as half-giants. Fair enough. babies. Yeah. And a female giant is called a giantess. Now, Makes sense. Uh, there's not much to go into other than they're pretty much the same as giants, but, but female. female. <laughs> so, you know, so if anyone out there is trying to fight for equality of giants. And a baby giant is like a giant, but not giant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to start off back in the day. So we're talking biblical times. Okay. And giants were actually first mentioned in the book of Genesis 6-4, if anyone wants the specific. Okay. Are you going to do a Bible reading now? Are you going to tell oh, us I what am. it says? Oh, I am. Yeah. So the book of Genesis 6-4 tells stories of the Nephilim. I think that's how you say it. Nephilim? Nephilim, Nephilim. Yeah, yeah. Which translates to giant from Hebrew Bible or from the Hebrew Bible. Moses sent spies into Canaan, and the spies came back, and they said, and I quote from the Bible, We can't attack those people. They are stronger than we are. All the people we saw there are giant-sized. We saw the Nephilim there. We seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we looked the same to them. So there you go. That's the first bit in Genesis so then contradicting, I had to mention this because it's the book of Joshua. Get in there. Yeah. So doing my research on giants. This, this David and Goliath. Pirate. Sorry. Stop. That's the next page. Sorry. <laughs> Got in your head there tonight. Sorry. The book of Joshua describing the actual conquest of Canaan in later generations make no reference to such people living there. So oh. apparently Moses and the spies saw these giants, but then generations later, the book of Joshua, you know, 
they said there's no signs of giants there. Well, we've got to trust a Josh, don't we? I mean, are you going to pick a Josh over a Moses? How many people are called Moses these days? Well, I don't know, but um, <laughs> J- Josh is, is prone to getting his facts wrong. I am. I am. <laughs> and also, in the Bible, Josh, Joshua in the Bible is, I think the most famous thing he did in the Bible is God told him to circumcise other men for as a as a reward for, what an for, for leading the Israelites to something like that. I remember reading it years ago. So Fair don't enough. quote me on it because I'm definitely wrong about that. But <laughs> <laughs> something to do with circumcision. So the Bible also tells of Gog and Magog, who later <laughs> entered European folklore as David and Goliath. Ah, okay. So retellings of the biblical narrative say Goliath was around ten foot three. And in European folklore, it ranges up to 12, uh, 12 feet 2 inches. Fair enough, yeah. yeah. So, Twice as high as an average man. Yeah. But also, for a giant, you can't... Was it, think... Sorry, was this still in Joshua? Uh, no. I couldn't find which part of the Bible this was. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure someone out there will let us know. Yeah, yeah. So no, I was My just... dad will really let us know. <laughs> I was just making a point that Moses said there was giants, Joshua said there wasn't, and then a different part of the Bible... Actually has a giant in it. Yeah, yeah it yeah, talks yeah. about David and Goliath. However, Jewish historian Flavius Josephus... <laughs> no, oh no, not Josh, sorry. And the Dead Sea Scrolls... Give Goliath's actual height as eight foot six. Okay. I mean, the Dead Sea Scrolls, they're kind of known, aren't they? They're, they're very well known, yeah. They're kind of like an, uh, I wouldn't say alternative history, kind of like a backup to the Bible, if you like. Oh, I don't actually know what the Dead Sea Scrolls are. I've heard of them, but I don't actually know. Yeah, they are just more historic documents that kind of back up some of the events within the Bible. Oh, okay. Same as like for the for the early Bible that is, uh, and then you've got like the Gnostic Gospels for the the, the New Testament, the story of Jesus and stuff. Mm-hmm. The, the Gnostic Gospels tell more of his life as a normal man. Same same way the Dead Sea Scrolls oh. tell more of the historic facts of the Old Testament. You know. Oh, okay, so there's the Dead Sea Scrolls are basically saying that giants weren't that big. They were most likely well, he might have been a dwarf six. giant. Oh, that's that's an oxymoron, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I'd. That's the the Bible where it kind of started, and then I've just got a, a few examples in history of yeah. of giants. So you've got Hake, H A Y K. Hake was known as the founder of the Armenian state, a race of giants who helped build and construct the Tower of Babel. Oh right, okay. which we're definitely going to have to cover the Tower of Babel on a different podcast because. I've mentioned it, yeah. but there's so much into it, and it's such a cool did, concept. Did we not mention Tower of Babel and um, Lost Cities as well? Was, am I No, I don't else? think it was Lost City, but we have mentioned it before somewhere. But I won't go into it, but the Tower of Babel, from what I've read, is, is it's like a huge city kind of building tower that yeah, goes yeah. all the way up to the heavens, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, I remember where I mentioned it now. It was on one of the moon things. You remember that big spiky thing that came oh. off the moon? That was also called the Tower of Babel. I'm with you. Yeah. And apparently that's the Tower of Babel is the reason why there's different languages around the world. 
But oh, we'll, okay. we'll get into that. Uh, that This isn't a podcast about the Tower of Babel, but very interesting. It might be letting you take a episode on the Tower of Babel. Oh, yeah. Since you've I'll already do done that. half the research for it. <laughs> so another example is, um, so, well, it's kind of in the same kind of story. So Mount Nemrut is known to have received its name from an Armenian tra- tradition in which Nimrod was killed by an arrow shot by Hake during a massive battle between two rival armies of giants to the southeast of Lake Van, which is in Turkey. Sorry, there was an actual guy called Nimrod. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's an actual giant called Nimrod. <laughs> so that distracted me so much, I forgot what you were saying. <laughs> oh, that's all right. That's the, I suppose it's different, isn't it? Because I'd done the research, so I first laughed at it when I read it. Yeah. I'm over it, yeah. <laughs> I, see, I see what you mean. Yeah, the guy's name was Nimrod. What a name. That's yeah. brilliant. So, uh, guess, sorry, he was shot uh, with an arrow, yeah? Yeah, so he was shot by an arrow. Um, by in, the other giant. By the other giant, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was in Turkey. So that created a mountain. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we've got another example here. The Basque giants stand for the Basque people who refused to convert to Christianity. So they lived an old lifestyle in the forest and held ancient techniques and wisdom that was unknown to Christians. And they would build huge stone structures to let their presence known. So this was a, 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 but, a what, of, Spain. Uh, yes, I believe it was when yeah, I done yeah. the research. It was in Spain. So uh, they're called the ba- the Basque Giants. Fair enough. But yeah. I, I read that as kind of like a reference to not necessarily giants, but when I, when I was reading it, it was more of like, oh, there's a group of people they didn't want to convert to Christianity. Christianity so this kind of yeah. folklore story was kind of. Based on giants for it, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah it's, it's worth it's worth mentioning. Worth a mention. Yeah. Um, so then we've got this one. You would have heard of. I didn't know his real name, so I'm going to say his real name once and then just refer to him by the name that everybody knows. Okay. Yeah. So Polyphemus, also known as Cyclops. Yeah. The one-eyed so, giant. The one-eyed giant. The son of Poseidon and. I think I've written this down, Thusa, <laughs> in Greek mythology. Yeah. His name means many-voiced or very famous. Uh, classic writers say Cyclops was a successful lover and skilled musician. So Fair there enough. you go. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little fact about uh, Cyclops. Yeah, I guess, I guess one eye is uh, very attractive to female giants. Yeah, yeah what was weird is when, <laughs> obviously no one's got actual pictures of Cyclops because we're talking millions of years ago and stuff, right? But well, it's like thousands of years thousands ago. Thousands of years yeah. ago. But all the pictures that I saw, apart from the ones that were cartoons of like just one eye, Leela. Yeah, Leela yeah, <laughs> from Futurama. <laughs> a lot of them was like. Just a really large man that still had normal eye sockets, but they were like there was skin going over them oh, and then right. had an eye on top. So it was almost like, oh, he used to have two eyes, but now he, he just uses this one. So I, I can't I work don't that know. out. I, I'm sure I've actually seen a, a video somewhere online of a baby that was born with psychopathy. Cyclops, yes, and it is weird watching the nose disappear underneath a central eye because it just doesn't look natural, does it? Yes, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, I think it was in India. Could have been. It had had some really rare disease. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the way I always pictured the Cyclops or Polyphemus or yeah, yeah, just 
same as Leela, you know, no <laughs> yeah. stuck underneath this massive just eye. Yes, and I'm pretty sure The Simpsons done like an old story of David and Goliath, and that was the same thing. It was like looked kind of what you're yeah, describing, I think they might have like done one that. eye in the middle, and uh, I mean Cyclops. There's not really. Well, I mean, there is history there, but I. I've got to kind of go through all the giants and stuff. Yeah, it's, but it's more part of the m- mythology, isn't it? Yes, it's everyone Cyclops. knows Cyclops. He's, yeah. he's a famous character. But also, to shout out to all my nerds out there, Cyclops from X-Men. He's the real OG of Cyclops. So, and then we've got Chilean giants in the country of Crikey, Chile. We are really are covering some of this globe, aren't we? Oh, we are, mate. And... We haven't even reached the the best parts yet. So I said this is boring, but I mean I'm trying to liven it up because this is just like little little tidbits. Really entertaining, to be honest. So So Chilean giants are said to play with ships, moving them from port to port, and when laying down, they could reach from the mountains to the sea. Oh right, okay, big giants, big big giants, and also in Chile uh, folklore. If a person manages to watch the giant while he works in the mountains collecting riches, the human would be blessed by good for uh, by good luck for the rest of their life. If just... they're watching a giant <laughs> gather riches in the mi- mountains, it's not really luck, is it? They just go along behind him picking up the bits that he missed. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> I don't I don't write the folklore. I I just put in. It's, it's good fortune, not necessarily good luck. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I agree with you, but, you know, who are we to say the, the Chilean people and their folklore is a grey area, you know? Well, well, more power to them, you know, they, they have their beliefs. <laughs> and the last one I've got here is Jason and the Argonauts. Oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. They, oh, didn't they escape on giant sheep or something, strapping themselves to the giant sheep bellies? Now, I remember that. Right, because it was a film, wasn't it, Jason the Argonauts? Uh, yeah. I'm sure it was like that weird animation kind of thing. Or is, am, am I getting this wrong? Is there well, lots of stories about Jason and the Argonauts? Well, this is the thing. I think it gets um, confused because I'm not sure if Jason and the Argonauts get confused with Ulysses, who is also known as Odysseus. Oh, that's too confusing for yeah, me. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> Um, I wonder if Jason is just a westernised name for that, and it's all the oh, same. Right? Yeah, I'm with you. It's all the same story, the same person. See, because the way when I when I came across this like little fact, kind of, oh, can't be fact because it's folklore. But you know, what I mean, when I came across this bit of information, it was almost as if like Jason and the Argonauts was uh, a bit like a, a comic book series, and they just had different adventures and stuff. Because I don't remember this in the film. I don't remember hearing this story. I think if you went and studied the original story of Odysseus, as it was originally, you would find that it's got a lot more than what the film includes Ah, in it. They got like Medusa and all that sort of thing in it. um, Remember Medusa, because she comes back up. Well, she will do (laughs) if you're talking about Jason and the Argonauts, (laughs) isn't she? (laughs) So Jason and the Argonauts landed on an island where... (laughs) I'm going to butcher this. Geganes resided. They are giants with six arms. Geganes. Right, okay. (laughs) The Argonauts fought them, unknowingly leaving Hercules on the island to fight them, but then returned to help Hercules fight the six-armed giants off. Just a little story that I came across. 
Hercules, the strongest man in the world, needed Jason and his Argonauts to yeah, yeah, to give him a hand. Fair enough. They must have been tricky with six arms. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty much all the kind of old little stories I got for you. And now we kind of so that, that that's all folklore. That's and all folklore. Myth. Yeah, the history of the name and now giant. We're, now we're going to move on to like the meat and bones and actual possible real. <laughs> Boy, have I got some meat and bones for you, my friend. So I've only got two pages left, but... Well, it, if, if it contains bones, then we're, we're good. We're golden, man. We're, we're going to get into this. So, oh, mate, where do I start? So... Uh, at the top there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll give you this, this little kind of science-y story that I'm, I will warn you, unfortunately... It has been debunked, but I need to include this because it's it, you kind of have to play devil's avocado. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So we can't be like, oh, here's all this folklore. Here's all this other kind of sciencey bits and myths. They're 100% real. I've got to chuck in a little bit of negativity and kind of. Okay. Yeah. So this has actually been proved to be debunked. But some people still believe that it is real and it's kind of like a cover-up. Yeah, fair enough. So in 1613, some people digging near the ruins of a castle in Daphne in a field, which by tradition had long been called the Giant's Field. And at a depth of 18 feet, they discovered a brick tomb. It was 30 feet long, 12 feet wide and 8 feet high on which a grey stone had the words Theotobocus Rex. Now, when the tomb was opened, they found... Sounds like a dinosaur. Well, well, when they opened the tomb, they found an entire human skeleton, 25 and a half feet long, 10 feet wide from the shoulders, and 5 feet deep from the breast to the back. So that's what they found in this tomb. The teeth were the size of an ox's foot, and the shin bone alone measured four feet in length. That's that's big, yeah? Mm-hmm. So the bones were displayed in Paris by Pierre Mazelier, a surgeon who claimed to be one of the finders of these bones. Is that proved, then? Were they actually displayed? They or, were they or, were displayed. Yeah, I don't know if I couldn't find if they still are to this day. Uh, I'm because... just wondering because you obviously mentioned that it's been debunked, and wondering if the uh, the the portion size has maybe been sensationalized, or, or you know whether it's just an entire made up story. I mean, if there were bones no, no, on so, display, yeah, and that kind of gives it a little bit of credibility, doesn't it? So this is this is a real grey area. So this is why people still think that it there could be truth behind it. And right. so essentially, you've you've literally got people split down the middle. Is you know how when we had dinosaurs, and I think it was like the Triceratops and stuff. They, we, I think we spoke about it. Yeah, where we weren't there sure was, if the bones were going in the right order. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So these bones were allegedly in the shape of a of a human yeah. with you know so it wasn't like a complete skull but you had like the eye sockets and the bones were in a way that it looked human okay so when they actually 
in later on. So th- this was in a tomb as well. This was in a tomb. So they were actually placed there. Yes. So if if it was a hoax, then it is definite hoax because if you're taking like elephant bones and passing them off as shin bones for a giant human. Potentially, I'm, I've just got on your head again, haven't I? You're in my head. <laughs> what? Out of all the animals, why elephant? Because they've got big, long legs. Damn and, it, man! And they're giants, aren't they? Well, well done, pirate. Because a zoologist called Henry Marie <laughs> Ducaray analysed the bones and concluded that they could be from a mastodon. And then a paleontologist called Leonard Ginsberg reached the same conclusion and said it was an extinct ancient elephant. So, yeah, you did get in my head, and that's that. I'm sorry. <laughs> but there's a lot of other bones that, yeah, yeah. that create a human body. We've got, what, just shy of 300 bones or something in the human body, is it? Something like I that? have no idea. I, I, I don't know. I know that there's a lot. And if you're trying to pass off a giant skeleton, like obviously you said maybe not all of the skull was there, mm-hmm. but you've still got to make a hell of a lot of other bones... Where, where do you get them all from? Well, yeah. And how it's... do you arrange them to make them actually look like a natural human corpse? Yeah, that's the weird thing. And then that I will get onto it later on. I will come back to that because I because I, I that's intriguing me. Because I can I could, like I said. I, sorry, I got in your head there. No, I, could, right. I could see the potential for how mm. it was faked. Yeah, yeah. But still, particularly with modern technology and stuff, DNA and, and uh, research and stuff that goes into that, you'd easily be able to take, like, the rib and say, oh, that was from a rhinoceros, and then the leg bone and say, oh, that was from an elephant. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how long would it actually take you to go around finding all the separate bones? And, well, like, the hip bone. A hip mm-hmm. bone is very, very yeah. unique to humans, or at least the primates, mm-hmm. and for you to create... A body that's twenty five was it twenty five yeah, foot 25 long? Twenty five and a half feet long. That hip bone's gonna be massive. It's because there's nothing on the earth. Size of that's a car, gonna, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing on earth that's gonna have a hip bone resembling a human bone yeah. scaled up to that size. Which is why some people still believe like mm. Maybe they're just trying to well, cover this, it up. This is why I wanted to know, you know, if it was true that the bones were on display, you know, and how much of that skeleton was left over and, and actually displayed. Yes. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax. And think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This is, that's, the, that's the odd thing is I couldn't find anything to say that it was still on display in Paris. I so I doubt it is because we're talking yeah, what sixteen thirteen, yeah, yeah, sixteen hundred. So I mean, the, it's probably long gone by yeah. now. 
But that is very interesting how, you know, when I read it, it said it was a human skeleton, 25, in a tomb. Yeah. So why would you have a tomb for an elephant and an elephant would be completely different? Like, surely, like you say, displaying the bones. And, like, like the whole, like, the practical joke of it is kind of (laughs) lost, isn't it? Yeah. You go around and picking up elephant bones and other bones from other things and stick it in a tomb and go, ha ha, that'll fool them. Whenever it gets dug up, it might be in 200 years from now. I don't know. I'm not going to be laughing at them then, am I? You know? It's an extreme prank. Yeah. It's pointless. It's like those, uh, that's that old saying, isn't it, about the guy that plants a tree that he'll never sit underneath, isn't it? Yeah. That's a prank that they'll never get a laugh from. Yeah. So this is the bit of the podcast where it's a bit more kind of conversational and I wanted some of your opinions and things. Oh, okay. So giants have been found on cavemen drawings. This is what makes, yeah, you yeah, know, like have, yeah. when I said at the start, like 400 million years ago and stuff, giants were depicted in. I'm not sure 400 million years is, is a realistic timeline. I mean, that is literally going way back to before the, dinosaur you know we're talking like crustaceans that are about all that was living on earth and yes there would have been deep ocean gigantism Mm -hmm. but on land you know life had barely started making a a living on land yeah in some of the research i saw and and it said and i quote giants have been around since before the dinosaurs giant humans even though humans didn't evolve until around about a hundred thousand years ago yeah (laughs) right (laughs) i mean you could be saying josh this is debunked already oh no not yet my friend you wait okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm still skeptical on the 400 million years so not only were giants found in cavemen drawings um and hieroglyphics as well in the egyptian times Mm-hmm. Uh, a giant footprint was found in Africa on the side of a mountain that measured eight feet tall. This estimated to be a 27-foot-tall giant. And this is the one that they estimated was 400 million years old because of the footprint. And it was found in 1912. Oh, so it's like a fossilised sort of footprint that, that's yeah. in like sedimentary rock, I would imagine. Yeah, and when you see the picture online, please type in 1912 giant footprint. I will probably find a picture for the yes. um, video version. Here's the picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Insert picture now. It's on the side of a mountain. And it does actually look like a foot has been pressed. You see all the individual toes? It's yeah. absolutely huge. And not only that, there's dirt pushed up onto, like, the big toe kind of thing, as if someone has actually taken a step. You know how, like, oh, you okay, step so you can see the and... way that the pressure has morphed the, 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 the ground around it and compressed yeah. it and, and pushed it around. And yeah. they've done tests on the soil and the and the actual footprint, and they're the people that claim it is... Could be possibly four hundred million years old and a genuine footprint. So we've got that little tidbit of information. Oh, so that was the bones. What's better, meat or bones? That was kind of the bones. Well, we talked about bones. So. Meat, is, meat is juicier. <laughs> yeah, that was we, the bones. We've already covered bones. So <laughs> now we're getting there. Oh, right. So, so giant skeletons, just like the one we mentioned before, that supposedly was an elephant. Um, yeah, yeah, carcass. yeah, constructed, yeah. Giant skeletons have actually been found by archaeologists all around the world. And there's documents of this. Okay. There's pictures online. Huge skulls, complete skulls, 
and yeah. these people are standing next to the skull. I have like, seen some, yeah, pictures of like big skull, like literally like mm-hmm. as big as my torso. Yeah, like, yeah. And people are saying like, oh, they're a hoax, they're they're fake. Let's not forget. For years, we thought the Easter Head Islands were just heads. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You tunnel down, you go down like 10, 20 meters, there's more of it going straight down yeah, the earth. Yeah, it's a full body. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a huge thing. So, it's not always what you see is what you get. Do you know what I mean? If you start yeah. digging deeper, there could be explanations for this. So, these places included Eastern China, Sardinia, United States, Italy. And generally, a lot of places, these these bones are being yeah, found. Yeah, Chile, yeah. again, a lot in South America as well. Um, and this this one I find really interesting. A lot of places where early civilizations formed, mm-hmm. isn't it, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of South America, a lot of Asia, and a lot of uh, Northern America. And Mexico has been brought up quite a lot as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then this one I found really interesting. So giant weapons such as swords up to six feet tall have been discovered, like full-on metal swords. Now, when you see the pictures of these swords, they're taller than people, obviously, and people are leaning on them. Mm -hmm. And the argument there is it would be physically impossible for a normal average human, it just wouldn't be practical to wield a sword that is heavy and is six feet long, sometimes bigger. Yeah, but in fairness, I've seen some medieval swords that are, nearing that size you know when england was still at at war with scotland yeah and they had these massive what are they called claymores or something like that the massive swords yes yeah a a two-handed weapon and the blade on it is like you say about five six foot long Mm -hmm. you wouldn't be able you'd think that it'd be completely impractical but these people actually used to fight wars with these things yeah but I, I don't know because I haven't seen the swords that you're talking about. So <laughs> if they're even longer than, I would guess it would be the size of the actual handle of it, the pommel. Yeah, like the, the whole thing is just huge, mate. Like just, just I saw one picture of these guys digging up a sword, and just the handle that you hold was like a, a well, normal like sledgehammer. Yeah, yeah, it was like yeah. a normal sledgehammer size. Was just the handle, and then yeah, that's yeah. not to mention the actual blade and like the cross guard. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's just something worth mentioning. Like oh, these, yeah, these weapons, like I, like you said, there there probably is uh, you know people using them back in the day, like these huge weapons. Like you've seen it on History Channels and things. But there are certain weapons that I just looked at the pictures and I just thought. They're so big and ginormous. You, it wouldn't just, it would just not wouldn't be, be practical. practical. By the time yeah. someone's attacking you, by the time you lift it up and swing, you're already dead. Yeah. Like, it just didn't look practical. And then there's also been, I mean, this one, you can kind of debunk it, but huge doors and archways found right. throughout history. Yeah. And some people argue, what's the point in having huge doors and archways? For the average, you know, five foot ten person. To show how wealthy you are, for one thing. <laughs> yeah. The stores right. of Buckingham Palace. Yeah, yeah, it's very You know cool. what I mean? <laughs> Massive great arch doorways just to show off how, how wealthy and impressive you can make these right, things. Right, so yeah. cross out huge doors and arch <laughs> 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 Okay. But, <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying that they may not have been a practical purpose for them. Yeah. Um but obviously, yeah, it, it's not just to. I mean, in in our modern day houses, we have a six foot door because you know that's 
two and a half foot wide or whatever because that's what's practical for humans to walk through. Yeah. When you go back in time, we're in castles and stuff like that. There would have been horses and carriages coming through the gates and stuff yeah. like that, you know? Oh, they would have had the old guillotines and the yeah, slingshots yeah, yeah, exactly. and catapults and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, ignore that. Just erase the last... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's a good discussion, you know. We, 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 so, we get to the bottom of it. I'm going to mention this one as well. So, another thing worth mentioning is... Uh, we have giant squids. They've been proved. Yeah. Giant sharks. Deep ocean gigantism is a thing. Yeah. Yep. Giant snakes as well. Yeah. Or fish. Giant or fish. That's like an eel that potentially could be the Loch Ness monster that you brought yes. up. Yes. Giant eels. Giant crocodiles. We've seen bears that have broken records. They they seem to find a bigger bear each year. That alligator in Florida that um, yeah. walks across the middle of a golf course <laughs> that's like the size of a minibus. Yeah, and in recent reports as well, there's been cases of giant sloths in certain areas. I think it's Peru. Giant South America, sloths, yeah, yeah. yeah, that are like the size of humans. So, oh, fair play. I mean, that's another argument, is if you can get giganticism in... Is that the right word? Giganticism? Yeah, yeah. In animals, why not humans? And we do see it in humans. Like you've got Andre the Giant, you've got the Big Show, and they have got that. Uh, I think it's to do with the pituitary gland or something, where they just keep growing. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Some something along those lines. Andre the Giant definitely had it, yeah. um, and he just couldn't stop growing. So you do get rare cases of that yeah. kind of thing. So it is worth mentioning, like if you've got giant animals that are popping up more regularly. There's obviously stories of Megalodon and giant squids attacking pirate ships back in the day. Why couldn't you have giants? Well, exactly. There was that guy in America at the turn of the 20th century that ended up being like seven foot eight tall, or eight foot somewhat tall. He's considered to be the tallest man in modern modern history, Mm -hmm. recent history, because of medical conditions that just he, he just didn't stop growing. Yes, I, I think I've seen that in the Guinness, Guinness World Records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They put him next to the shortest person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a huge difference. Uh, I think the only thing that he could do to make a living was like tour with circus and you know be part of the freak show or whatever. I mean, that you know? makes sense, yeah. doesn't it? Now we get to the conclusion, my friend. Right. Yeah. Have you ever heard? Of a process called petrifying. Yes. Being petrified. Yes. Petrified giants. Now, for anyone that doesn't know what being petrified means. Petrification. Yeah, I'm not talking about petrified. Organic matter being turned to stone. Yes. Basically, yeah. So, I went down a rabbit hole. Right. Now, the giants of old are supposedly... um, like I, I don't know how to go into it. Essentially, there's mountains and there are rocks all around the world. And yeah. again, I, I could I could give you the coordinates of each one, but there's so many. I'll I'll just list off some countries. You got Chile, America, South America. We've been through all Asia. Yeah. Now on the sides of mountains, and in some cases actual mountains, mm. and I'll show you some pictures after this, and we'll find some stock footage. Right. Yeah. There are mountains that are quite clearly a face or a face and a hand, and they're made out of stone. Now, the the stories are, back okay, in the day, see where you're getting at millions here, yeah. of years ago, these absolute giants in the ancient world either died or fell asleep or whatever. <laughs> we'll go with died. Yeah. 
And due to petrification, which if people don't know, that is water, mud and volcanic ash over time, isn't it? Being covered with a layer. It just kind of turns you into stone. And when you see some of these pictures, there's one in Hawaii as well. I've got to find you the one for the stock footage. There is a mountain that it literally looks like a woman, woman is on her down. side yeah, laying yeah. down. And you can see the head, the face. There are so many examples of this. And there, there's just faces in the side of a mountain. There, there's one where it's so far up a mountain, there is no way, unless you've got ancient technology that we don't know about, there is no way you're getting up that mountain to carve a face. And why in the side of a mountain in the middle of nowhere that's been discovered that like it, it doesn't make oh, okay. sense it's not in civilization but also i said medusa earlier yeah the old myth of medusa, medusa turning turn people, people to into stone, stone. Yeah, petrifying them yeah so there's a conspiracy that that is not a load of rubbish that back in the day there could have actually been an ancient device that could have actually turned people into stone which is the story of medusa and it turned these giants into stone and it resulted in cliffs and mountains so well i've got two thoughts on it yeah one is more scientific than the other Mm -hmm. right the fact that we see giant faces on mountains we also see jesus christ in a slice of toast i knew you were gonna say this okay yeah humans just naturally see faces where faces aren't supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? There is a word for it, and it escapes me at the moment. Um, But, yeah, we we will naturally uh, see a face in just, like, you know, a cookie or the clouds or, like, say, a mountain, something like that. That could be partly what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Because over millions of years, mountains erode in weather, you know, yeah. wind, rain, and the probability and all sort of, of all those years, I see what you're saying. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the giant, if it was a, a petrified giant, wouldn't look the same now as what it did a million years ago when it got um, turned into stone. Mm-hmm. The other one is aliens. <laughs> right. There are plenty of people that claim. There are many species of alien that are in contact with Earth, some of them being giant humans. Yes, like the Anunnaki. The Anunnaki and stuff like that, yeah. yeah. And it's claimed by those people, by them, these people, that many thousands of years ago, these aliens were here on Earth in these ancient cultures where we, mm-hmm. we've that we've discussed South America, Egypt, and you know the Middle East and stuff that were actually helping humans to develop civilization may have died here. Mm-hmm. And these are the remains that we're finding: the giant skulls and maybe that giant tomb that you found could have been an alien that was here thousands of years ago helping civilization. Could very well be. I don't know. I, th- th- these are just my two theories on it. Okay. I, I, I'm not saying that it is definitely, but that's another, that is another angle that, it could, that you could look at it from. Okay. Okay. Well, after this, I'm going to show you the one picture that I've got in mind for this. Okay. And I think it will shock you with how much it looks like a sleeping giant or a dead giant. The one in Hawaii. I think it's in Hawaii. Yeah. 
I think I no Armenia, I believe. Armenia. Armenia. Okay. Yes. So we'll find that for the people to watch on. If you're an audio listener only, just type in giant mountain woman and uh <laughs> and you'll see it or petrified giant woman sleeping yeah giant, you'll find yeah. it sleeping um, giant mountain but yeah there is there is a lot of examples of that around the world as well so your theory could be very correct you know yeah. um that's what we like on this podcast is different theories conspiracy theories different could, angles are looking at things yeah yeah thinking I outside just, the box i just thought if it's not your theory what are the possibilities that over time you end up with 80 to 100 plus faces and hands and things coming out of mountains and cliffs and found in the wilderness and rainforest and dense forest and all this stuff. What are the chances that Mother Nature over millions of years has created so many that look exactly like a face if it's not aliens? And if it's not Photoshop. I did well. think so. Think, if if two or more people have taken a photo of the same mountain for the same result to show that giant face on it, mm-hmm. then you've got more of a case. Whereas yeah. if there's only one person that's been out to Nepal and gone, hey, look at the face in this mountain. Oh, no, I you see what, what you're mean? saying. My resources, um, it, there was some scientific websites and stuff. If okay. you know I mean, it's not... It's not just some random guy's Instagram like, oh, I found a face like that because that yeah, would yeah, be yeah. Jesus in toast kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I've actually gone through websites and things, and there's, I wouldn't say scientists, but I suppose they they are. I guess um, they've said it is Civilian a possibility. Yeah. yeah, it's like it is a possibility that this could have been. And I will just say one last thing as well because I know we're getting on for time now. Um, there are mountains also in uh, in America and South America and Mexico where it, from ground level, it looks like a mountain. Yeah. When you get an aerial picture of this, it looks like a chopped down tree to the point where it's even got the rings around it on, on top of this. And that's another conspiracy that proves, well, it doesn't prove it, but it questions whether giants are real millions of years ago is was there something big enough to chop down this tree that is the size of a mountain so who knows so well i guess we've got to put it to the paranormality scale then don't we and uh definitively uh decide whether we believe in these giants so through your research how do you feel about it Uh, do do you think giants are believable i love it so yeah (laughs) i mean (sighs) Yeah, I, I do kind of... I'm swaying more into the the whole giants used to be around. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say they're around anymore, you know. It's it's almost like a Bigfoot kind of topic, isn't it? Where it's, it's yeah. each to their own, whether you believe it or not. But I, me personally, I definitely think they were around back in the day. I mean, you've got stories in the Bible, um, ancient Greece, and with the petrified giants... That's what kind of turned me over to being a bit more of a believer. And when you think, even like uh, dinosaurs, a completely different subject, but dinosaurs were massive lizards. You know, mm. everything was kind of supersized. Well, not everything, but a lot of organic walking around uh, reptiles and possibly even mammals were supersized. Yeah. Yeah. So, it is a but maybe that wasn't a sustainable life form. Because well, you're right, you can take extinction events into account and stuff like that, or maybe they were sustainable. Mm. But 
smaller things just kind of won in the end. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, if Abraham Lincoln mentions the fact that giants created mountains... Yeah. I mean, so, I, scientifically, <laughs> I, heard, I heard that um, the reason why deep sea gigantism happens is because a, a, a larger body actually requires less energy consumption to keep it going. Mm. So it actually doesn't need to eat as much to fuel itself. Oh, yeah, you'd kind of think it'd be the opposite, wouldn't you? you? Yeah, you would. Yeah. But, but yeah, there has been scientific studies to show that, you know, things have got supersized because it's mm. actually energy conservation. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, like elephants mostly eat just, like, vegetation and stuff. They're not getting a hell of a lot of nutrients out of that, but they're massive creatures. Yeah. Hmm, that's an interesting point. I mean, that adds to the giants for me. So yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give it... I mean, me personally, I really liked it, and I know there's probably out there like, oh, what a load of rubbish giants aren't Shall really I right? go first? Go on, then. Because I'm going around about 7.5 on this one. 7.5? Yeah. All right. I, I think there's something to it. Well, I think there's also reasonable doubt. So, I'm go- yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going about seven seven point five. I mean, I was going to go much higher. I was going to give it an 8.6. That's fine. You give it an 8.6. I'm going to give it an 8.6. Yeah. Yeah. What's that average? Uh, 8.05. There you go. There you go. That's not a bad average, is it? I'm happy with that. (laughs) So, please, write in. If you're a giant, (laughs) if you're a half giant. (laughs) If your baby's giant. (laughs) If you enjoy giants in general, or you are a cyclops. Or you just like to say, yeah, supersize me. (laughs) (laughs) If you're an extremely large person and people keep calling you a giant, maybe you're a giant. Write in. Yeah, send send in your emails, uh, paranormality.uk at gmail.com. If you're on YouTube, you can comment right down below this video. Uh, On the podcast, you can find us on uh, Discord, or you can come and join us on Instagram and TikTok and find our little shorts and our little promos there, uh, or send us a message. Either way, we'd love to hear from you, particularly if you're a giant. And, um, yeah. <laughs> Tune in <laughs> next week. Tune in next week to see what we've got. Actually, I think next week's episode is going to be a bit of a giant one. Oh. Yeah. Not Giants Part 2. Not Giants Part 2, but I'm foreseeing into the future here. Okay. And uh, I think it's going to be quite a big manly episode. Oh, manly, manly episode. A lot of beards involved. It could Mm. be. Could be. So if you want to join us for that one, tune in next week. And until then, I've been Pirate. I'm Josh. This has been Paranormality UK. Ta-ta. Fee, fi, fo, fum. Ta-ta. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.